Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles for Freedom, for Tuesday, June 20th, 2023. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you can still post something to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. Uh, this week, we've got a whole bunch of stuff and apparently a, a story I know nothing about. But <laughs> but first... And, it's, that, and that story is right up our alley, just so you know, Ray. You, are, you really missed a step this week. I don't know what you're doing. Playing too much Diablo 4, but... <laughs> no. I'm still playing way too much PUBG, but... All right. I mean, I put zero effort in per week, but come on, dude. <laughs> Step your fucking game up. I don't know. We'll have to see. Does this story have a religious aspect or a political aspect? Then, then uh, it probably didn't a, make my news feed. A medical. It's COVID related. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then then I did miss it. All right. Uh, but first, uh, there were a couple tweets about uh, Juneteenth, June 19th, yesterday, that I thought were just interesting enough to bring up here. Uh, uh, the, the right... And this was uh, a couple tweets from retweeted from Ron Filipkowski, which I don't really even know who that is. But I find some of the things he retweeted uh, interesting. And uh, the fact that this holiday apparently really triggers some of the MAGA people. Hmm. Wonder why. They are incensed by this fucking Juneteenth shit. Yeah. Well, but I, I'm just, I saw some Charlie Kirk shit. Well, <laughs> he's on my list. Oh, okay. It's a very short list. I wanted to start with Josh Hawley, who uh, I think he's actually kind of behind it. He says it's a good day to remember Christianity is the faith and America is the place slavery came to die. That's such a stupid fucking thing to say. It is. <laughs> I, I verified I this. He actually did tweet that. I don't think he, the America was leading the charge there. No, no, we were like one of the latest. Right. right. So the pro-slavery yeah. Christianity in the mm. pro-slavery America. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, granted, slavery mostly did die with us, but it's because yeah, all the other <laughs> modern countries already got rid of it. Right. And I didn't think there have was like a, a one, civil war to do it. Yeah, yeah. I think there was like one country that like beat us by a couple years. <laughs> now, but other than that, we're one of so yes. If, yes, we kept it going the longest and it died here, you're right, Josh Hawley. <laughs> Stupid now, fucking asshole. <laughs> slavery still does exist in the world. It's just a lot less organized. Yeah. Right. So it's still not done, but, you know. No, it's, yeah, it's not, not at all. We were, we were just made aware of it. Those World Cup stadiums didn't mm. build themselves. Exactly. And they didn't pay people to do it. And yet they are there. Yeah. Or they might have been paid, just not very much, and they were, you know, worked some to death, so. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot. Yeah. Also, why why add that Christianity thing to his tweet? Cover the the, does that... as much of the base as you can. I mean, slavery is actually in the Bible. Yeah. And it's not, there's nothing against, well, I mean, don't beat your slaves is, is about is all they say about it. No, no, no. Oh, no, it's, no, no, it chastises the slaves and says... Be earnest in your servitude. Don't just do it in the hopes of praise or something like that. Do it when your master isn't looking. Mm. 
And it doesn't say don't beat your slave. It gives restrictions Basically. on how much you can beat your slave. Right. Oh, right. It was about beating yes. your wife. Don't leave a mark. Okay. I got my beatings mixed up. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Which also was Not in the face. I like fun. her pretty. Yeah. Yeah. Not in the face. Not in the face. All right. The other one that I was going to mention was Charlie Kirk. I'm going to try and read this. It's a little long. He says, if Juneteenth was really about emancipation, why not September 22nd when Lincoln issued the Emancipation Proclamation? Or January 1st, the proclamation took effect? Or December 18th with the ratification of the 13th Amendment? Because it's not about emancipation, which was one of America's great moral achievements. It's about creating the summertime race-based competitor two weeks before July 4th, which should be the most unifying civic holiday on the calendar. So it's bad because it's two weeks before a holiday that was all about the country, and it takes away from my July 4th that I have to think about black people. No, no, no. <laughs> you're going to be all BBQ'd out on Juneteenth that you're going to not do anything on July 4th. Because <laughs> God forbid you can't go to two barbecues in one month. That's just too much for any human. Wow. And for anybody who doesn't know what Juneteenth is and why the date is, it's because that's when the last slave in the country was informed that slavery was abolished. They were slaves up until that day. So that day is the actual last bit of slavery in the country, officially government-sponsored slavery. Right. And uh, the state of? Texas. Texas, of course. What, what, what amazes me about this is that, one, I know Charlie Kirk doesn't actually believe what he just said, that he had to sit there for a minute and gather some people up and go, okay, what dumbass shit can we come up with to blast this holiday? Because, <laughs> in honesty, we just hate black people, right? We all know right. that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't want them to have anything. We don't want them to be celebrating anything. So what dumb shit can we say that's bad about Juneteenth? What? And it's exceptionally dumb because he says his complaint is that it's too close to July 4th. But one of his suggestions is December 18th. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because in the wintertime, you won't be barbecuing. It's all about the barbecue, right? You're not figuring this out. Wow. And by, again, but then that's, that is also important. Again, if you do have to give a little ground, you want to offer up unappealing ground. That's why Black History Month is February. It's the shortest month. Mm. It's the coldest month, so we don't have to worry about those people having parades. It's, it's everything we don't want out of a month. It is the worst and rudest month to give someone. It really is, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess December might be worse because nobody is paying any attention to you in December. <laughs> they have all forgotten you. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's probably- a mad maybe, dash to Christmas. That yeah. could be why he suggested that, too, because it's like, there's no way it's overtaking Christmas. No. <laughs> but I saw he was like, uh, at Turning Point, that is one of the few mandatory days that you have to come in now. June really? You, yep. Come on. Can we? Can we not? I mean, it is. It is truly something to celebrate, regardless of who you are. Come on! Oh, come on! No, I'm not letting yeah, those uppity blacks have a holiday and then have fun. There is no chance my boss is ever going to give me that day off. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just like you know, Labor Day. Having Labor Day off if you work labor. <laughs> I get that day off. Oh, nice. Yeah. All the people that work in you know the supermarkets and the stores and right. restaurants don't totally get host. Yeah. yeah, totally get host. All right, that's all I've got. 
Is there anything else about Juneteenth or Republican reactions? I'm sure there were a bunch of other statements that were glorious, yeah. but... <laughs> I'm sure there were a lot of dumb, hot takes yeah. on how bad it was. And just the worst. <laughs> how dare they? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's move on to the news then. Uh, the first thing, let's start with Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he reached a plea deal. He uh, pleaded guilty in... What is it? Uh, tax evasion or tax? I, f- I don't know what the actual charge was. Tax, tax evasion. Tax evasion. Okay. Yes. So he, and a gun charge. Well, but it wasn't. He didn't. He didn't have to plead guilty to the gun charge. No. Okay. Uh, the gun charge was what do they call it? Deferred. I forget what. Dropped. <laughs> diversion. It. it entered oh. into a diversion program, which basically means he's not going to be charged for it or uh, have to serve time for it. But it will be included in the other stuff. And as long as he does OK and doesn't violate any of the conditions after he serves his probationary period, it gets struck from the record because mm. that'll help because no one will remember Hunter Biden. <laughs> But in any case, um, were you arrested at some point? No, I didn't see anything in the record. Right, it's not on my permanent record. <laughs> well, or it is actually. Try to get a security clearance, and yeah, it's still there. That's true, and mm. I don't believe he'll be able to uh, purchase firearms uh, by be. any means. Yep. Oh, really? Well, yeah. Well, he won't be a felon. It was misdemeanor tax evasion. Okay. Well, why was he charged originally then? I, I don't know. He didn't pay his taxes for a couple of years, so... It, but I mean, why, why is he not allowed to own a gun? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that was part of the plea to get that oh, gun maybe. charge. Yeah, possibly. So I know that the original charge, or the criminal charge, was because he was regularly using crack uh, when he filled up paperwork to buy the gun. And at that time, he denied using drugs or having a drug problem. So it's a f- making a false statement on a document and le- illegal possession once he acquired the weapon, blah, blah, blah. Whatever. <laughs> As a gun advocate, I am fine I was, with Hunter Biden not being allowed to get a gun because he didn't follow the rules. I was right. going to say, see, right. I'm, I'm surprised that the right isn't totally opposed to that. Right to bear arms shall not be infringed. Just because you want to smoke crack doesn't mean you shouldn't be allowed to have a gun. Yeah, yeah. but he's part of the Biden crime family. Right. You know, and they shouldn't have you weapons. You can't have a crime family without guns. Exactly. And so <laughs> they need those. He, he can't have that anymore because of all the crime that he's done with his family. It says right there in the Constitution, shall not be infringed. That sounds like an infringement to Ian, me. this is the worst really thing to have ever happened to the United States of America. Are you not aware of this? What? <laughs> I mean, what a I mean, what a smear on our country that Hunter Biden didn't pay his taxes for two years. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that that's high on my list. I mean, you know, he did crimes, so he gets to pay the price. I mean, really, just the worst presidency ever, ever. <laughs> Wait, I thought we were talking about Hunter Biden. Well, part of that we are, and it, oh. it reflects on Joe Biden because Joe Biden raised him to be a crackhead. Oh. And not pay it. his taxes. He's like, you're Joe Biden's son. You can do whatever fuck you want, man. <laughs> Don't pay your taxes. Yeah, that sounds like Joe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. The Republican Party is quick to, to say that the plea deal was nothing. Um, it was a sle- sweetheart deal. It was a slap on the, the wrist. He, we will not rest until the full extent of President, President Biden's involvement in the schemes are revealed. Trump actually went so far as to say they just cleared up hundreds of years of criminal liability by giving Hunter Biden a 
traffic ticket. Hundreds of years of criminal liability. How old is Hunter Biden? I don't know. <laughs> well, this, this Biden crime family goes back centuries. <laughs> centuries. Well, I mean, Joe years. Biden goes back centuries, but. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, Says I, the man uh, who, and again, <laughs> I can't wait for this to come up because he's most likely somehow going to be the nominee despite all the fucking court cases going on. Is he still going to not release his taxes and blame it on the IRS again? Probably. Jeez. It's worked so far. Why would he change? I mean, will they, are they, do they, so these people, the people who support him know that he's bullshitting right at this point. They cannot possibly believe that. They're just like, I, we're fine. We're fine with him not released. We don't care. Well, oh, I mean, yeah. that's true. But I think they yeah. also believe what he says. I mean, I, I don't know that they actually believe, but they'll spout it back at you. Right. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. No, they just don't care. They are all in. Right. So they know he's lying. They, but yeah. they don't. But they're just like whatever. Well, I was. Watching I don't care that you're a criminal. You hate black people too, and so do I. Right. Well, <laughs> I was watching people. the thing. They, um, I think it was on PBS. They had a roundtable of uh, people that voted for Trump twice, and the one guy said, "Yes, yeah, the documents case. He he broke the law, and um, he should be punished for that." And then the follow up question was, "Would you vote for him again?" He's like, "Yeah, I'd vote for him again." <laughs> so it doesn't matter. They could believe it, not believe it, makes no difference. They're voting for him anyway. Huh. This is a weird world we live in. Yeah, yeah that's just, that is. Well, and what was the, you told me about the one woman, I think it was on that same panel, who was yeah. was talking about the, well, you know, he kept, he kept, sure, he had secret documents, but so did Biden. The only difference is, is he didn't give them back. So wh what's the problem? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what she said. And if people, you know, the, the people, person asking the question just kind of stared at her. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point. He didn't give them back. He still hasn't. Right. He still, he was on, uh, what was it? Uh, Fox News, Brett, what's his name, last night? <laughs> Brett Baer. That, that, that is the next thing on the on the news list. Oh, is yes. it? Okay. Well, is this intro about it. the boxes and what was in them? And more. <laughs> oh, no, no, because, because I heard the new excuses is that I couldn't give those boxes back. Some of my own personal shit was in there. Right. Yeah. I had to go through the boxes and get my... Knickknacks and shit and shirts. And golf shirts. Golf he specifically shirts. said yeah. golf shirts. Golf shirts. Yep. In the filing boxes. So there is a interview. Uh, well, the, what's his name? Lawrence on MSNBC. Lawrence O'Dan uh, O'Donnell talks to a few attorneys about the, the Trump interview with Brett Baer. And asks, he shows a few clips from it and then asks the attorneys what that Trump said can be used in his defense in a court of law and what that Trump said can be used against him in a court of law. And all three attorneys were like, I'll just skip number one because there wasn't any defense. <laughs> the, my golf shirts in the boxes is not a good defense? Yeah, as it okay. turns out, if you need more time, you can have your lawyer request more time on a subpoena. Like, that's done all the time. Um, that's not what was done. What he did was refuse to give anything back, said, I already gave everything back, which is a documented lie. Yeah, it was he. The Brett Bear interview was. It can be used against him. It will yeah. be used against him. This is why all his lawyers keep like dropping out and quitting. Yeah, well, he's making it fucking impossible. Right. Well, I can't decide whether he's doing it on purpose and just banking on the fact that he will either die or be the president again and pardon himself, or he's just that fucking stupid. He doesn't understand <laughs> that what he's <laughs> saying is not defensible. And again, this is going to sound like a dumb question because I don't understand politics in the United States, even though I've lived here for 48 years. 
There is not a law saying that if you're under investigation, you can't run for president. Apparently and not. The Tiger King is running for president again. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing about being in jail. I mean, like, nope. If that those were my only two choices, I would vote for Joe Exotic. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess this kind of like, I mean, in a way, I guess it's something you can't really put on there because then like anybody who ran for president and say you were the, the incumbent president, you could just find some charges on this person and then that would immediately stop them from running for president. So I guess. The, sure. It's such a weird democracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, he on the show, he actually said that he wanted the doc. He still wanted the documents back because they're his. Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's boxes of ego soothing. I saw the other thing, too, where he he, he was like, uh, yeah, but they got you on tape saying that you didn't classify them and you can't classify them because you're not president anymore. And he's like, no, 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 no. What I was saying was, like, they were declassified. But, like, if I wanted to declassify them now, I couldn't. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, While bragging at the time that they were still secret documents and he shouldn't be showing them to you, <laughs> but he's going to tell you about them anyway. Right. Stay back. Don't get too close. <laughs> it, it's, a, it's, it's an amazing pile of stupid. <laughs> Along with that, another thing that happened on the uh, with the Bear interview is he constantly reclaim, was claiming that he still won the 2020 election by a lot. He says they were counting ballots, not the authenticity of the ballots. The ballots were fake ballots, so this was a rigged election. He's still going on about this this week. I'm pretty sure that's just his ego won't let him... Consider the possibility that he lost. Well, he can never he can never admit that he was wrong about it. We know or, that. Or failed, yeah. Yeah, they that, can't, even messing up a word, these guys can't admit that they fucked up. No. And on Tuesday, that's right, today, <laughs> uh, Brad Raffensperger, the Georgia Secretary of State, announced the closure of yet another investigation into claims of fraud by Trump and Giuliani. They were accusing two of the people, um, the, the election workers, Rudy Freeman and Andrea mm. Moss, of committing various acts of fraud, uh, lying about the flooding in order to keep people out of the polls, all, all, all sorts of stuff. So th they actually have filed a defamation suit against Giuliani, uh, and Raffensperger has closed the, the investigation because there's no actual evidence. That's the ginger mint ladies, isn't it? Yes, yes. Yeah. The one that they accused of handing a USB drive to her mother or something, and yeah. it was, yeah, it was a ginger mint. Yeah. That case was still open. Wow. Yep. Wow. Is that the woman who was crying on some hearing or something like that about the president actually coming after her? Yeah. She was on the, she, they, the, the mother and daughter testified right, at the January yeah. 6th investigation. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Cool. <laughs> While we're still still very much on Trump, I I, I found this interesting, and I kind of I just wanted to bring it up and talk about it a little bit. There is a a lot of stuff from the people on the left saying that MSNBC has betrayed American democracy as the company's president announced that they are open to doing a town hall event with the indicted ex president. Setting the stage for a repeat of the CNN disaster. Hmm. That is very interesting because a lot of people on MMC blasted CNN for that. They did, but that's a really misleading headline. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, because what the president of, of MSNBC, who is Rashida Jones, not 
Not that Rashida Jones, the other one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Wait, not so not the actress. Not the actress or and still daughter. not Quincy Jones's daughter. Correct. Not not her. Okay. Uh, different Rashida Jones. Wait, I thought the actress was Quincy Jones's daughter. Yes, <laughs> she is. Okay. Oh, I thought you stated that there was two nope. separate people. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so what she actually said was that, well, sure, we'll have a conversation. We'll talk to them about what we would need to put in place as guidelines and how we would proceed. He's running for president. Anyone who's running for president, we're going to have a conversation with them on getting them on the air to voice you know, what they're running for. This is not a, yeah, we're going to do a town hall and invite all of Trump's followers to be in the audience yeah. and, you know, what CNN did. They, she just said, well, of course, we're able, we'll still have a conversation with them about it. Doesn't mean they're going to do it. It doesn't mean they're going to do it poorly. It just, it, it, to me, it was just a blow up of a simple statement. Right. I mean, if, if you know, the, the front runner of the Republican Party comes to you and says, I would like to, you know, be on the air, you go, well, there's going to be a few rules, but let's have a conversation. So, sure, that makes sense. I hear that guy that was running CNN and approved all that shit is gone now. He is. He was fired. He was also well, the showrunner for um, Stephen Colbert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hey, doesn't mean he was a good guy. Yeah. No. Steve well, Bannon worked had something to do with Seinfeld. I love that show, and I hate him. Uh, I mean, to Colbert hate. specifically said he's a good guy, and I really tried to steer him away from becoming CNN president. He's like, you won't. It's just too much. The stress is going to be too much, and. Chris said, nope, I can handle it, and it went south immediately. Yeah. Oh, see, but I thought he was some kind of right-wing nut job. I, I don't know. I don't know if he as or was pivoting that way. Yeah. But then I'm, I was with you because when he got, just before he got fired, like he released a statement that said that he was going to fight like hell to make things right at CNN. I was like, did you really say fight like hell? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> you dick. Chris, and then he got fired. <laughs> Chris Licht, that's his name. Yeah, uh, Rich says he might be a libertarian, not job. I, I, uh, I might buy that. Sure. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Um, I haven't, you know, <laughs> I have no idea about the details of his, of his platform. But in any case, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't hang MSNBC just yet. No, I think they would looked over at CNN and went, "Cool lessons to be learned there." <laughs> They're like, "Cool, can we get that two million viewers in one night?" That you. <laughs> So I'm told that the last thing that I have in news, I'm told that there is a story about that involves Joe Rogan, Robert F. Kennedy, and now Elon Musk. I know nothing about this. Please tell me more. <laughs> Jared, why don't you take the lead? God damn it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> You're the most informed. <laughs> no, I'm not, but okay. Okay. I'm so, the least informed. <laughs> uh, we all know RFK, right? Anti-vaxxer. Yeah. Running for president. candidate. Yeah. Yeah. Got that Kennedy last name, so we got to listen to him. Yeah. Uh, Joe Rogan put him on for three hours, and um, there was a lot of anti-vax bullshit going on in in the conversation. And then who's the doctor's name? Hotez. Peter Hotez. Hotez. Yeah. yeah. Who he tried to put out a free vaccine or something? Oh, I thought he just um, reached out to Joe Rogan after. Well, no, he the did, RF but I'm case. but prior to that, I know he was working on trying to give away a free vaccine or something to that extent. Oh. All right. But yes, he did. He Well, he reached out to Joe Rogan and said, hey, a lot of this stuff you said was false. Oh, oh no. He was also on another podcast with somebody where he was like, I don't know what happened to Joe because there's there's audio of Joe praising vaccines uh, like three years ago. 
Mm. Right. Um, and talking about this doctor. And, you know, he's like, I don't know, lately he's been having anti-vax people on and blah, blah, blah. So then Joe threw the gauntlet down to him to uh, debate, debate Joe or debate RFK. I don't know who. Debate uh, RFK. RFK. Yeah. RFK yes. on his show. With unlim- yes, with uh, no time limit. <laughs> right. And then Joe's uh, Joe's listeners started harassing the doctor, like at his house and shit. He was stalked. Yeah. Yeah. And just all kinds of insane shit. And everyone's like, well, should he? Now, now I don't know the, the legitimacy of this doctor because I didn't know about him till this. Does anybody know anything about him? Never heard of him before this. Yeah, the Hotez. No, I'm not familiar with him outside of this he, situation. He's a professor at Baylor College of Medicine. So, all right, because he looks creds. like he looks a little weird, <laughs> in my opinion. But oh, so then you know he's being harassed and shit like that, and people are like, "Why are you even bothering? You're a doctor, and you're going to be debating with a podcaster, comedian, and RFK who is a fucking lunatic." Yeah, there's no plus. There's no upside to doing that. Why would you? And then, but people are calling him like a coward. And again, if you don't, go, then you know people are going to his house and bothering him. That sucks. Yeah. Like, like Joe Rogan, get your people under fucking control, man. <laughs> uh. So, what was driving me nuts about this is the RFK shit more than anything. Yeah. This guy is a fucking problem. <laughs> uh, because tech bros and fucking idiots like Joe Rogan are giving him airtime. Like he's some kind of fucking expert. And then, oh, the best part about this, I saw a, a little clip on there. RFK claims that Wi-Fi is giving us brain cancer. Oh. And fucking with our brains. <laughs> and Joe's like, really? You got proof of that? And he's like, oh, you know, there's a study and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Joe spends five minutes, finds one web page on it. And they're looking at it. He's like, oh, yeah. And then, and then RFK's like, yeah, they call it leaky brain or something like that. <laughs> And then Joe's like, just sits there for a second. He's like, we got to get rid of Wi-Fi, man. <laughs> Wi-Fi's killing us. Just like that. Human fucking tofu, this motherfucker. <laughs> I like Joshua. Joe Rogan is the tilapia of human beings. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, somebody else came out and supported RFK, too. Oh, oh Jack Dorsey did. That's like, the, Oh, he did. I did see that. X-Twitter? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, these rich fucks who, like... This shit doesn't affect their lives, but, like, people seem to... If you invented Twitter, which is the fucking dumbest thing on the fucking planet, that Jack Dorsey is somehow smarter than the rest of us. Yeah. (laughs) Not luckier, smarter. And they're going to listen to him. Yeah. And RFK is fucking nuts. And if this guy runs and then winds up going third party, he ain't siphoning votes from Trump or whoever the Republican is. No, probably not. He's going to be siphoning votes from our side. Is he really a vote siphon? Yeah. <laughs> well, considering the narrow margin that 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 every president wins by, yes. And his name yeah. is Kennedy. There's a whole bunch of people out there still that are like, oh, Kennedy's. Yeah, I, I know. It's not really dismissible, but I guess I'm just not that fearful just yet. I, I, again, when I, we started this, Musk's minor role in this is as soon as as soon as this. Twitter exchange happened between Joe and Dr. Hotez. Elon Musk tweeted out that uh, Dr. Cotez, or Dr. Hotez is afraid of a public debate because he knows he's wrong. Yeah. So he wanted to get in on this, on the uh, anti- is, is it anti-vax money? Is there a lot of that floating around out there? Is that what I'm not seeing? I can't imagine. I think it's just notoriety and publicity. Mm. Wait, so Elon's anti-vax now too? Yes. 
Does he have fucking brain damage? <laughs> <laughs> or something? I mean... <laughs> I mean, sort of. I wouldn't call it damage, but he is neuroatypical. Mm, true. By his own admission. Crazy. Well, I'm very worried about RFK and anybody giving him any platform. Sure. Yeah. You know, like I said, considering the amount of votes that Biden legitimately won by or that decided it amongst the states and the same thing with Hillary Clinton and having to deal with Jill Stein and uh, what's his name? Might have made the difference. I I don't want him having any air. Right. Plus, I can't stand the way he talks. Have you ever heard him talk? No. There is something wrong with him. I cannot figure it out. RFK, yeah, he has spasmodic dysphonia, which is a disorder of the muscles in his larynx. I just ran across it in his Wikipedia page as I was skimming. Yeah. (laughs) Well, now I feel bad, but not really. (laughs) Yeah, not too bad. I immediately thought that he was like, that he had been frozen in like a cryo-freeze like Austin Powers. (laughs) I'm having trouble controlling the volume of my voice! (laughs) Now, granted, that is a a syndrome, meaning... It's not a disease. It's not a, like, they don't know what is causing it for most people. It's, they're like, huh, that sounds a lot like what this other person has. We're going to make a syndrome and make a label for it. Right. There is a treatment for it. I'm surprised he hasn't done it. Like, and what has this guy fucking done? Uh, RFK. Has he ever been held office in anything? Yeah. He's currently a senator, not senator, uh, House of Representatives in, I want to say Texas, but I'm not sure about that. Oh, he's in the house? Yeah, he's in the house. So, you know, um, the place where Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert can get jobs. Got it. <laughs> uh, maybe he isn't currently. I thought he was at one point. Nope, I'm wrong. Sorry about that. Nope. So did he ever serve in the house? I thought he did. No, his current occupation is environmental lawyer, writer, anti-vax activist, and presidential candidate. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I wasn't aware of him serving in any at any seat, but... Maybe some poor back in... Oh, right. There is a Kennedy in the house, but he's not a Kennedy Kennedy. Right. Right. I remember. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, anything else on that craziness? Uh, no. <laughs> no. Other than no. that Joe Rogan's piece of shit, RFK's piece of shit, and now Elon yeah. Musk. This is getting shittier, Joe. I was really <laughs> to overlook a lot of things because your stand-up is excellent and you're a pretty good host of things, but God damn it. It's just another one that COVID broke their fucking brain. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about famous people that COVID had such an effect on their lives? I don't know. I think he was going down this path before COVID. Uh, and he's... Yeah, he does spend... He spends a lot of time with Dana White. <laughs> that is not a good sign. And he's not a smart man. No. And that's true, too. And he absorbs, like we, like we said, he always the tilapia of human beings. He absorbs and regurgitates. <laughs> the human tofu. Home and tofu, yeah. Well, I see. I I don't like the tilapia because tilapia, like tofu, just absorbs whatever it's in. It tastes like whatever you put it in. I'm not sure tilapia is exactly like that. Well, tilapia is a bottom feeder. Yeah, it eats right. all the shit yeah, on the bottom. Right. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty flavorless as far as fish go. You really have to work hard to infuse some yeah. some, some flavors into tilapia. All right, I'm but not here, a tilapia. They're both, they're both right. They're both they're both fine analogies. Yeah. <laughs> they're both food based, which I enjoy. All right, I'm moving on to uh, DeSantis. Ugh. That's right. Once again. That dick up to now. <laughs> uh, so what he's up to, well, he's always he's up to the same things he has been, but it has been revealed on uh, the article in Wash, on the Washington Post, the secretive panel that he used to flip the state Supreme Court. So when he got into office, 
after taking office in January 2019, he has appointed three new justices, flipping the court from a 4-3 liberal majority to a 6-1 conservative majority. Oh. That is why he is able to do all the stupid, crazy shit that he's been doing without any recourse. Because How did he, did he, Can he just do that? Well, he's the governor, so he gets to appoint people. And it just so happened that some of the people at the Supreme Court decided to retire all at the same time. Hmm. Wow. Oh, how helpful. Yeah. yeah. So he's got uh, all three branches of government under control and is doing whatever the hell he wants. Exactly. Hmm. Well, good for him, because he's going to need to stay there, because he ain't going to be president. No. no. <laughs> he's just so unlikable. He, like, he doesn't, like, have no charisma. He is... Physically repellent. <laughs> I love the gift the Grinch put in, uh, put in Discord. That <laughs> it's is, really disturbing. Yeah. Well, it's like he's trying to be a human being and not quite there. <laughs> well, did I talk about this last week when he when he met the guy at the diner, or did I tell somebody else this story? I think you mentioned it. Yeah. Where the, where the guy said, "Hey, I'm John, and I voted for you," or I, "I'm so and so, and I voted for you," and he's like, "What's your name?" And he goes, my name's John, and DeSantis goes, okay, and then just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> so the secretive panel that he used to flip the uh, the Supreme Court, hey, big surprise as to who's leading up the panel, uh, Leonard Leo. That's right, Leo Leo. <laughs> um, we're, nice. we're, we've mentioned him on the show before. Name sounds familiar. Uh, he was a vice president of the Federalist Society. Uh, he is yes. also one of the people responsible for all the conservative justices on the the national Supreme Court. Yes. Well, they're, they're consistent. Yep. Uh, as it turns out, DeSantis actually talked about it at one point, saying that they they b before he got into office, they sat down with a bunch of potential justices and put them through the ringer, set them down behind the table, asked them a ton of questions on how they would review stuff. And yeah, it was Leonard Leo making the decisions as to who was going to represent uh, the Federalist Society on the Florida Supreme Court, just like it was for the Supreme Court of the U.S., not surprising. Ian, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> There's no Illuminati. <laughs> Your conspiracies are nonsense. It's, it's not Illuminati, but you're not wrong. Yeah, they're <laughs> out in the open. And <laughs> <laughs> we just keep letting it happen. Holy shit, this guy has so much power. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I just don't understand it. He's just a guy. Why? Now he's. What steps did he take and what misses did I take? Letter to Leo. <laughs> So DeSantis, DeSantis is out. He can't be governor again. I don't know. When is his election up, though? Is it in 2024? Oh, his term? Uh, I'm not his sure. term. Yeah. Uh, no, he just... He didn't he just, just win re-election? Yeah, he just won oh. re-election. So 26, probably, then. Yes, that's correct. I do like how they changed state law so that he could run for president while he still stayed governor. That was convenient. Like, yeah. immediately. Can you imagine yeah. if you voted for him? You're like, wait, did you leave him? I just voted for you. <laughs> Well, meanwhile, there are a bunch of people leaving Florida. People are complaining because they can't get farm workers. Because, gosh, turns out Americans would like to be paid a reasonable sum and get, you know, water breaks and stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, to, once he gets rid of those pesky child labor laws, you know. Yeah. And to be fair, so would the, you know, the, the immigrant uh, crop workers. They would also like to get minimum wage. 
and uh, get water breaks, but they'll take what they can get. <laughs> right. Yep. All the people that he didn't ban. Mm. That sleepy would-be dictator Joe Biden driving unemployment down <laughs> to record lows, creating more jobs than like the last three presidents combined. But yeah, yeah, not even counting he, all the COVID jobs. He's still way and above. Yeah. But he keeps falling over. Yeah. That's how I know he's unqualified. <laughs> <laughs> he's an old man and he falls sometimes. According to my, Clearly, to, the, to the people I know, he's incoherent. Clearly incoherent, mentally can't, can't talk. compromised. Having said that, some of the looks on his faces are not helping his case. No. <laughs> he looks nope, like sure. he is in a different world sometimes. I agree. He's a weird dude. <laughs> yeah. That... Even if, if it turns out the conspiracies are right, I feel like things are happening slowly. Like, the, there's, it's like a, there's a leaky faucet and like a little bit yeah. of goodness drips out every now and again. <laughs> That's more than I'm used to, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of pumped. <laughs> yeah. Well, they shoot him up with something during the debate, so they're you know I'm I'm sure he'll be up and around for that. <laughs> <laughs> Guns blazing. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The next crazy person I wanted to uh, to mention, Lauren Barbert. No, no, no. Tweeted, and so it begins. They're listening to every word, and what was in the link? A link to an article on Breitbart. Talking about Amazon and how Amazon shut down a man's entire smart home because there was a, uh, well, because a Amazon delivery worker claims there was a racist remark given over the guy's, like, ring doorbell. I'm not sure it was ring, but over his front doorbell. So. What? According to the... Well, th uh, I'm with you, Karen. That's, it's obviously 100% bogus, but please continue. Right. Because, well, I mean, start <laughs> off, it was on Breitbart. Mm. So what's the actual story? The actual story is there was a delivery guy who came to the door, dropped something off. As he walked away, the, the automated greeting came out of the, the doorbell communicator, whatever it is, that said, excuse me, can I help you? The guy who had headphones on and was walking away heard something racist instead of what was there. So he complained, and Amazon apparently, according to this the, the guy, shut down his entire home, uh, smart home system. Now, all they did was they disabled the Amazon, Amazon account. device. Sure. Um, or his account, probably. Probably. <laughs> but yeah. he had everything linked through that. Sure. So none of his other stuff w was working either. Like, you know, you have your lights or whatever attached so that you can tell the device to turn your lights on or whatever. So because of this, Bobert is claiming that this is a big brother thing. It's listening to every word you say. Bezos is in charge of big brother. And I don't know what all. He's like a rich guy. Isn't she supposed to be like behind him? But she's also the conspiracy theory. Oh, you know, the government's right. out to get us kind of bullshit. Okay. Can we go back? Because I'm a little confused by this story. Okay. An Amazon driver or went to a guy's house to deliver a package. That's what this, That's what it says, yes. Yes. Okay. Drops the package off, and he's listening to headphones. He's got, yeah. He had headphones on at the time, yes. He turns around, and then the automatic greeting goes off as he's walking away and says, is there anything I can help you with? He hears something racist because he's got the headphones on. Which yes. was not defined in the article, but yes. Right. Then complains to Amazon, and because the house said something racist, they shut all the guy's shit down? Yeah. To investigate. To investigate what? What was said? Like, wh 
I, I don't is know. the guy you're, you're allowed to, is the homeowner an Amazon employee? No. Then why do they have any the, right to do that? To investigate? <laughs> this is some big brother shit. Lord Barbo's on to something. <laughs> well What the fuck? Why does that seem reasonable to anybody? Thank you, Jared. <laughs> The secret Amazon police shut down his house so they could investigate yeah. the claim? I mean, if fuck that. If I want to program my Alexa to greet me with the most racist shit ever, should I be allowed right. to? Right. Yes. I thought you were going to say it was a racist automated message, not just a, a fake claim of racism. That was bizarre. Every th- I hate this article. <laughs> I hate feeling aligned with Lauren Bobert. This is uncomfortable. <laughs> I mean, my own ear. And they are listening. Yeah, they are listening. How do you think? All my... Yeah. How do you think it works? <laughs> well, well, no, they're that, they're not listening. That, the that, guy, the the driver complained. That has nothing to do with whether or not the, the Amazon device was listening to everything in the house. Right. Literally, it has right. nothing to do with it. Oh, right. I didn't think. I mean, it's not not in the article, but she's like, they're listening. We're like, we knew that. So you're not like breaking ground there, but it doesn't. I certainly don't think that's false. I mean, isn't the buying and selling of Data and identities and the whole point, yeah. Human people, yeah. The whole, the whole point. Sure. We are all delicious commodities. We are the product, not the customer. Yep. But why does Amazon get to shut that guy's shit down, though? <laughs> I don't know. It's because that's I don't know now. Uh, because when you buy a ring, you got to read those terms of agreements, and you mm. just click "I agree," and somewhere in those, you know, twenty to twenty-five paragraphs, they snuck in a line about the. Uh, you know, if you say anything that we deem offensive through your ring, we have the right to shut you down. Hmm. Okay, so he lo- so Grinch posted that the guy only lost the ability to use Alexa. Again, yeah. I still don't see why that's legal. <laughs> right. Terms of service, I assume. Yeah, I would assume so. It's oh, somewhere yeah. in the terms of service. But then they reviewed the video and heard what was actually said and reinstated everything. So the guy was questioning his reliance on Amazon service. And, well, and I, you know, I have to, I kind of have to agree with the whole shutting down. Like, why would you have to shut down to review what was, what was recorded? Why would you have to shut off an account or shut off the device? I, I'm not, I'm not sure what the, the point of that was. So the guy knew it was the automated greeting that went off. Like he um, didn't think it was but, a human being saying that to him. I don't know. No. That, I don't know that he knew that. Okay. Well, well here's what I'm wondering. Cause if it's a human being, well, go fuck yourself. I can say whatever I want through my ring thing, can't I? I freedom of speech? Yeah. First Amendment? I would think so. I well, mean, you're... Yeah. Within reason, was, right. If it was... No, if the guy said something racist directly to the guy who was delivering a package, no, that's not right. Like... Yeah. True. It's not right, but it's not against the law. It's not... Terms of service. I think it's against the terms of service. You cannot shout the N-word through my device. You have to shout it through your own window or your door, not through the thing that I own and allow you to rent because you gave me some money. But it's... All right. It just seems weird. Like, am I allowed to say whatever I want through this microphone I I bought? I don't know. I don't think your microphone had complex terms of service, but it's possible. Mine did not. (laughs) I just had instructions on how to set it up. I don't know. It's bizarre, but I, I, I'm, I'm grasping at straws to justify it. Hmm. All right, I, I, I'm just, I'm just a little weirded out by this. That, like, I don't know. I, I, it's... it's interesting. I didn't think about it until you actually asked the question of why did, why was his service shut off temporarily? Yeah, 
It, yeah, that's that's Amazon, a weird take. Amazon has a lot of power, but possibly an alarming amount of power. Mm. But again, that has nothing to do with them, you know, listening to every word being said near the device. Right, right. That's just true. The automated <laughs> greeting was, "Excuse me, can I help you?" Yeah. What did he hear? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe get out of here, Mexican. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just wondering how far this this Amazon shit extends. Like, say I go on to Twitter and say, you know what? I hate Mexicans, right? And it goes viral and everyone's like, you're a piece of shit for what you said and blah, blah, blah. You should lose your job. And the story goes bigger and my name's out there. And Amazon goes, hey, we don't like this guy. We're shutting off his Amazon account because of what he said. Can they do that? I don't think so. No, because you said it on Twitter. No, but Twitter yeah. can say Jared. Right? What no, you no. Said I know Twitter can. violates yeah. Yeah. violates our rules of of hate speech. But what if and take it away? Our, I mean, how do we know that there's not something in there being like you can never say you know racist things or where on the Twitter? No, no, no. Just in general, like in their terms of service. Like we, I mean, I understand it's a private business. They do reserve the right to cancel my service if they want to. Mm-hmm. Right? Why not put something in there and say, hey? If you're caught being racist in any way, shape, or form, we're going to take away your your Amazon account. Uh, because then uh, there's a freedom of speech issue and you'll have to go to the Supreme Court. I'm not well, sure. Well, I see, that's the thing. It's a private business. They well, can do a, what they want. There's also yeah. a monetary consideration. Most people buy a lot of shit on Amazon, so... Hey, I understand. Yeah, racists are still going to Amazon. Right. You, know? <laughs> you don't want to give right. up that sweet, sweet money. Interesting situation, though. Yeah. Yeah. That was not what I was expecting out of that. <laughs> no. <laughs> that was wild. That took, a, that took a drastic turn from what I expected. Yeah, yeah. it did. See, this is that. It's actually great, though, because you guys opened my eyes to a different perspective on the story that I hadn't <laughs> thought about. All right. Next thing I've gotten news, and this one's weird. We kind of mentioned it before. Uh, the Salem Witch Trials. Hmm. Um, a They the, brought him back? <laughs> the, <laughs> the original <laughs> colony of Connecticut... There were witches executed by the colonies. More than 370 years later, the Connecticut Senate has voted to absolve 12 men and women previously convicted of witchcraft, including 11 who were executed. So they they took the time to do this. Time and money well spent. And absolve He hates this shit. I know he gets mad at this stuff. God damn it. There are the descendants point? who are happy that this happened, so you know, whatever. Is it is it a good use of time? Because that's what the descendants no. needed to have peace was these assholes saying <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Fuck! It was imaginary back then. Your family members were brutally murdered by a bunch of backwoods fucking pilgrims. <laughs> so there was the the reason I bring it up again is there was one person, and somebody find his name. It's somewhere here in the article. There was one person who decided to vote against it. This was a bipartisan <laughs> thing. It all went through to absolve the, the former witches because they weren't witches. None of them were. But there was one person who voted against it. And he said, I don't want to see bills that rightfully or wrongfully attempt to paint America as a bad place with a bad history. I want us to focus on where we're going, which is a brighter and better future. And I don't want to see anyone try and put a stain on the country that I love. Senator Rob Sampson there you is go. his name. He's surprise. He's a Republican. <laughs> Isn't it like one of the yes. first things they teach us in like school is like 
those who don't learn history are doomed to repeat it. Yes. <laughs> right. If not, like, it it's like be. that. I swear, like, like, and anybody that's like, I don't want to learn history. History's stupid. And then they always throw that in your face. Yeah. Like, for good reason. I feel like a lot of these, like, this, it, 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 I feel like that almost falls into the Juneteenth thing, too. Like, don't remind us of the shitty things we did, <laughs> you know, or this country. You know, it's like dumb shit like that. <laughs> well, for sure. That's what all the book banning is about. These books tell you the truth. Get them out of here. Yeah. Believe our bullshit revisionist history. I, I think he just wanted his, uh, you know, little bit of fame because he's from Connecticut and never heard of him before. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and now we're talking about him. He yeah. also well, said you, that you're he... famous on the profane argument, buddy. You made it. <laughs> <laughs> he says that he believes it is wrong and childlike to suggest that somehow we have a right to dictate what was right or wrong about periods in the past that we have no knowledge of. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That is insane thing to say. <laughs> I don't think books. we could judge people on what happened in the past. We weren't there. Yeah. Who are we to judge those slave owners? <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what it's like to work on a plantation. It's hard work. Wow. I needed help. Oh. What an idiot. Ian, why aren't we fucking senators? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it, it, it used to be like a criminal record thing I used to worry about, but that don't matter yep. anymore. Nope. That's right out the window. Intelligence Anything is not a factor. <laughs> Anything we've ever said on previous podcasts, nothing. Yeah. Not even a scratch. I was super worried about that. Now I'm like, man, I'm going to make that my campaign slogan. Yeah. I mean, we could definitely both go Republican. Yeah. Turns out it's easy. You just got to be as stupid as possible. Yeah. All right. Uh, St. Louis. Let's move over to St. Louis. The Attorney Why? General. Why do we need to go to St. Louis? <laughs> the Attorney General in Missouri has asked a judge to toss out a faith leader's lawsuit against the abortion ban. So the reason they're saying to toss it out is that they're saying that the faith leaders have, they're, they're not, they're not involved in the decision. They're not, they aren't being hurt by the decision, uh, the, the abortion ban directly. So they should have no standing. What the faith leaders are saying, uh, there are 14 in this, in this lawsuit. They filed a suit to prevent the state and prosecutors from enforcing the the abortion ban and related reg regulations. They are basically saying, look, when you say, when people say, I don't believe in abortion, or I, I think that life begins at conception, that that's a religious claim, and that it has no place in law. Hmm. These faith leaders are saying that we, all the arguments against abortion are based on religious beliefs and shouldn't be encoded into law. They are they are backing the separation of church and state. Nice. Oh. Hmm. I can be friends with these people. <laughs> uh, see, my first thought was, what angle am I seeing? Mm. Where's Where's the grift, and what am I missing? Am I blinded by hope? I think that what that, that these religious leaders are actually sympathetic, empathetic people who understand what these laws are going to be doing to people, and are making their argument to stop it. But then the AG is saying, yeah, but you're not having an abortion. You don't need an abortion. So it doesn't affect you. So you don't get to decide. So what the AG wow. is saying is if you aren't pregnant or wanting an abortion, you don't get you're a say in whether or not this is legal or not. Meanwhile, he I don't think any of the people who put the law in place needed an abortion. Right. Right. Uh, but they can't bring a lawsuit because they are not personally affected by the law. 
I think is what he's saying. I don't think it's going to fly because mm. they have to counsel all the people who mm. are being told that they have to have this child, even though it puts their lives in danger, financially, physically, whatever. Whatever the reason is, yeah. <laughs> it's a crazy, crazy world. Yeah. <laughs> And there are some good people out, good people of faith out there in the world. We shouldn't forget that. Yeah, they're mistaken, but that's okay. We're also mistaken about things occasionally. It's fine. We thought Pluto was a planet. We did. It was at the time because you're right. The word planet <laughs> is a word that we made up with a definition that we made up. We changed the definition. No longer a planet. All right. Exactly. Joshua's making a hard stance. <laughs> Pluto is a planet. <laughs> did Josh also post his own copy of Mein Kampf? <laughs> he did? Okay. Yep. I mean, I can't be certain he could have uh, just clipped that photo from that's the true. internet. That's why I wanted... I'm sure that's not a Colorado avalanche bobblehead in the background. <laughs> All right. The next thing that I have. Yeah, I'm just moving off that. Okay. Uh, moving on to religious nonsense. Uh, once again, the, damn it, what are they called? The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence (laughs) made my news feed again, and apparently U.S. archbishops and uh, cardinals are calling for uh, prayer and reparation to the Sacred Heart amid the blasphemy that Mm -hmm. the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence um, are creating. So they are being, they have been invited to a baseball game, and apparently that is the end of the world for Catholics. Oh, really? And then these women, they dress up like nuns, and uh, they're not actually Catholic nuns, so the Catholic Church is saying that that's just wrong. Oh. It sounds like that cat is is murdering somebody. (laughs) I I was going to try to glaze over that, but I... I, So, is this the same group that got, like, invited to something, then uninvited, and then re-invited? It was a... Was it this very baseball game? Yes, the Dodgers invitation. Correct. Yes. So wait, what? Is there anybody who is pro this organization? <laughs> because apparently the Catholic Church doesn't like them. But when the, they got uninvited, people were like, "You can't uninvite these nuns. You're monsters." And then now they're like, "They weren't really nuns." What is going on? Who are these people <laughs> specifically? Are they nuns? No. Or are they just No, they are not. They're not nuns. Okay. Um, last week I did, I did link the, uh, Wikipedia page to their, uh, there's a, I would, the history is long. I'll I'll look it up. (laughs) So the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, uh, first appeared in 1979. Uh, they are, it was, uh, at an openly gay bar on Market Street. Why didn't I click on this link? You don't have to give me any more explanation. (laughs) I'm back on board. (laughs) Holy smokes. I didn't realize it was, oh. I couldn't have been further from understanding what was going on. <laughs> I, I I will post an image um, just so that we're all clear about the, the mm. sisters. <laughs> Whoa. Nice. That's awesome. I think I have to use that as the image for the podcast now so that... Yeah. <laughs> Joshua immediately says smash. <laughs> smash. Totally. Well deserved. Uh, all right. In any case... Uh, yeah, the Catholics are all up in arms. Well, they're not up in arms. They're saying we need to pray and make reparations to the Sacred Heart of Jesus because these these sisters are 
being invited to a baseball game, which apparently is a blasphemy unto our Lord God in heaven. That's true. Is he trying to re- Almost about. Go ahead. Is he trying, trying to reclaim reparations? <laughs> I, I think so. Hmm. Sorry, this outrage, it only briefly reminded me. I can't tell you how many times, and again, this is also back to the thing of everything is listening to me and everything is, you know, that I look at online is targeted, but that's, <laughs> I feel like that's not news or scary. It's just life now. Point of my story is all my news feeds have been telling me all week the outrage that happened when all three contestants on Jeopardy didn't know the Lord's Prayer. <laughs> and just, ever. I've seen this article like, 14 different times now in different news feeds and just how outraged people are that they didn't have the question to, I don't even remember how it was phrased. It just, it's because I don't know the Lord's prayer, but the question was something about blank be thy name. And no one knew the answer was hollowed. Hmm. And everybody was just mortified. I'm mortified. They also aren't Iron Maiden fans. (laughs) This is the first (laughs) I'm hearing about it. So I look at a lot of Jeopardy articles, so I'm pretty sure. But they stare in my way. It sounds like good news to me, but yeah, no, I was, I was, I, I was also not that. I was like, I don't know. Maybe they were all Jews to, to, ra- to these people well, who are outraged. Was, yeah, I was. I, well, <laughs> the the champion was uh, definitely a Hindu. Oh, so uh, that was not a surprise, you know, necessarily there. And that's what I thought. I was like, okay, so you know, they're just, I don't know. People who are on Jeopardy are often scholarly. Scholarly people are often well educated. They aren't that into religion. <clears throat> Not to suggesting that people are related. I'm just saying there is a correlation there's a, there's there. A, a mild correlation <laughs> there. Sure. Is it hallowed? What is hall- hallowed? Be thy name. Yeah, hallowed is, be thy name. Yeah. What is that word though? Uh, holy, sacred. So if, if a place hallowed. is hallowed, it is touched by divinity. It is sacred. Huh. Okay. Yes. Hallow. That's what the internet tells me. Yeah. Made holy, consecrated. Okay. This country's going down the shitter. People don't know that. <laughs> Not brought up with religion. Like, how, oh, hallowed ground. Hmm, yeah, okay. It's one of those words. Oh, right. I've heard of it. That's but... where you can't kill another Highlander. <laughs> or a vampire. <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I don't think a vampire can get you there. You're safe from vampires. Ah, okay, okay. But I think Highlanders are not allowed to kill one another. Or at least heavily discouraged. <laughs> but, right. but yeah, I think I know the... I think I could probably cobble together the Lord's Prayer. Just because, you know, I live in human society. <laughs> It's weird. Yeah, but if you get the wrong, you, you get negative to your, your oh. money, so you don't want to, you know. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put money on it. That's true. Okay. That's fair. Uh, so uh, uh, along with the whole Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, um, you think that maybe the Catholic Church has more to deal with than the Sisters <laughs> of Perpetual Indulgence? <laughs> what with the 3,000 lawsuits? The constant rape? <laughs> yeah. 3,000 lawsuits alleging child sex abuse that are happening in uh, in California. 12 Roman Catholic dioceses have either filed for bankruptcy or are, are contemplating doing so because of these lawsuits. And it's because California opened it up for a short period of time where there's no uh, there's no limit to time so everybody went oh uh, so even though it was more than seven years ago i can i can sue the catholic church for being raped uh yeah i'm doing that yeah so i i decided to see if uh wikipedia was doing a tally of the number of cases um and oh my god it's the longest wikipedia article i've ever seen (laughs) wow (laughs) yeah it is huge 
Uh, but there's no charts, so I was I was you know disappointed by that. Holy crap! Haven't they been? I was gonna say, why are they go? Why are they? So is it just like like chapter eleven to shield them from the lawsuits? Yeah. Like they can't actually be going bankrupt. Like after several centuries of tax free living, <laughs> they haven't scraped together enough shekels to well, pay off some of well, these it's people. Well, the individual dioceses that are filing for bankruptcy because again, remember they they push all their money up. Not all, but a huge percentage keeps going up. It goes up and up and up until it gets to the Vatican. Right. So if a diocese is, from what I understand, losing people, so not getting as many tithes, and being sued for all the raping that they did in the past, yeah, the individual diocese has to file for bankruptcy so that they don't you know, have to, to pay off right. all these people. Right. Speaking of child abuse. Oh, jeez. I got to uh-huh. bring this guy up. Um, Scott Blattert in Springville, Indiana, was just sentenced Uh to serve 11 and a half years for beating his children with glue sticks and a belt. At first, I was very... He looks like he's he's 19 years old. (laughs) Yeah, he's not. (laughs) Turns out he's got a lot of children. So I I didn't... uh, My reaction was what Ian was saying. Glue sticks? Um... Yeah. Apparently, these are industrial glue sticks, which I had to look up, but they are like maybe a quarter inch in diameter and like a foot long. So, hmm. you know, hitting a, a child with right. them. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, apparently, one of the older kids filmed him beating uh, the younger kids. And this was uh, this was submitted into evidence in court. And the judge says he has no remorse he has no bad feelings about this in fact he said i am allowed by god to discipline my children yeah baby here we go (laughs) i should not have been found guilty everything is justified before god god wanted me to beat the shit out of my own kids because that's what god does right well they're god yes (laughs) yeah oh okay well, there Turns you go. out he is right. the church doesn't doesn't have a say. The state does, and the state said, "Uh, you're going to go to jail now for uh, eleven and a half years." Whoa, yep. nice. he looks years. like he looks like a right prick. Yeah, yeah he does. He? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell oh, you, thirteen years in prison. Sorry, thirteen years. Oh, I thought it was eleven and a half years. Uh, he was given credit for twenty eight days for time sir or for time served. But um, it's only a month. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't doesn't add up, but oh, suspended he, eighteen months of the sentence to supervised probation. So eleven and a half years in prison, um, eighteen months of supervised probation, and credit for time served. Sure. Is he twenty four or does he have twenty four children? <laughs> so <laughs> in part of the story, they say that his children were split up into two different foster groups. The five older children went to live with one foster parents, and the six younger children are in another foster home. Eleven children. He has eleven children, so he's doing one year per per child. Poof. Uh, the wife is also arrested. Now, he's only been accused of, of beating, you know, nine of his children, <laughs> because the one kid was born after his arrest, but also after he posted bond. His, his wife had another kid, and then when his wife was arrested... For neglect of dependent resulting in bodily injury and domestic battery, she was arrested and then had another kid in prison. Damn. The fuck did he do for a living? Apparently, Uh fuck. (laughs) Well, 
I guess I, was, I guess you can have that many kids if you're not going to feed them. Oh, oh, those are all. Sorry, yeah, they got moved. I was like, well, that's what he was doing. He had eleven foster children, and he's getting paid for all those foster oh, children, and oh. then he would just beat them. But apparently, they're his kids. They were just put into foster care. Yeah, right, correct. Uh, he holy he, he, he smokes. Was, what does he do? He a chemical engineer <laughs> for twenty years. Huh. Oh, okay. Oh, so he's not twenty four. What is it with chemical engineers? We've got a local chemical engineer who made his way into the news. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> Yeah, we'll just let it go. <laughs> David Cross brought that up at the end of his show. <laughs> we all had a good laugh. Uh, nope. In any case, <laughs> this this douchebag. Yeah, I, I just yeah. brought it up mainly because of his. He he was not sorry in any way. No remorse. God justifies my beating of my children. I mean, he got to be crazy, right? Like, yes. Well, like religion, religion crazy. Yes. Well, I mean, even I mean, even a person who really loves god but is not crazy probably not going to beat their kids so he has to be crazy crazy and just happens to be using religion as the excuse or evil right i don't believe in <laughs> i don't believe in that you don't believe in evil I, I don't believe that someone's just born evil like that dude is nuts <laughs> <laughs> um i th well i think that there are people that are i mean i think it's nature versus nurture i think some people are right are born without a uh understanding that there are other people in the world and that hurting them is wrong. Right. I got to just assume that he is, uh, you know, working to perpetuate the cycle of abuse. Mm, sure. I assume he was, you know, neglected as a child, so he didn't get the affection that he needed at a young age. And then his his father continued to resent him and beat the shit out of him regularly. And so he was like, oh, yeah, that's that's that's, that's this, normal. This is, this is how it works. Yeah. yeah. So he is he is now. Uh, helping keep that alive for his children. So uh, oh. they will go on well, that to leave this situation and beat their partners as well, hmm. or their children. Maybe both. Yay! <laughs> All right, while we're on uh, crazy religious, I'm trying to wrap it up here. I did also want to mention Kent Christmas. That's right, his last name is Christmas. <laughs> cool. The Kent Christmas? Uh-oh. I don't know. Is the Kent Christmas a, a pastor? The prophetic word, Kent Christmas? I'm, I'm thinking no. Oh, Mega Pastor? there's another man named Ken. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's the prophetic word. Oh. I don't know what that means. He's a prophet. Okay, well, this... He makes predictions. This <laughs> Kent Christmas has said mm -hmm. that, uh, well, <laughs> so he got all worked up in a sermon, falsely asserting that the state of Vermont passed legislation saying that it's legal up to 21 days after full-term birth that you can kill a baby. Oh. <laughs> 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 what he continued it gets worse he says i am at war with evil this is one preacher that's not backing down you want to know why the muslim faith has has had its advancements it's because the muslims are willing to die for their beliefs they're willing to strap bombs on their chest they believe in the afterlife god give us some men and women uh, that will get a hold of some passion in their spirit and say, I will lay down my life for the gospel. This thing was born in blood. He wow. is talking. He is trying to talk his parishioners into strapping bombs onto themselves and heading down to the abortion clinic. He didn't well, put it together, but that's where he started and where he went. I mean, that, that's been done <laughs> in the past numerous yeah. times. So you don't have to push people too far to get them to do it. But yeah, that's incitement of violence right there. Yeah, absolutely it is. If I don't see how... you. Yeah, <laughs> if you guys could wait for, like, 
after hours to listen to Kent or Father Christmas, as he's known, <laughs> that would be OK. Like if you're going to sacrifice yourselves for property damage, I support that. This man is a prophet and you should listen to his word, but don't do it during business hours. <laughs> Those people are underpaid and overworked. Be kind. <laughs> kind of like the Bible suggests. <laughs> Depends on which part of the Bible you're reading. <laughs> the slavery part, duh. Huh. He's also made he's, he's made the right wing watch. Self-proclaimed prophet Kent Christmas announces that God is going to station angels in every voting precinct. Great. Now we don't need to pay for poll yeah. watches. Yeah. Awesome. God getting it done. <laughs> Saving us money. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Doing something. Uh, and Dog the <laughs> Bounty Hunter was on stage with him when he said that. Shit. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jared has that one correct. <laughs> All right, uh, real quick, I uh, wanted to, to, I saw this on Ars Technica, um, the fall COVID booster. There will likely be a fall COVID booster coming out. It is going to be a monovalent XBB. I don't know what the XBB is. I guess that's just a, you know, to label it. Um, for, that's for the, the extra big boost. <laughs> the new strain. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, this is for the the most prevalent Omicron <laughs> version of COVID. Um, the monovalent, they, they say, that basically, the article, to sum it all up, is a lot of the variants are dying off. This XBB variant appears to be the, the biggest thing. The bivalent booster may not be as effective against it. So this XBB booster... We'll take care of it, and if you already got the the bivalent one previously, you'll be covered for the stuff that's that's you know still out there, but not in the numbers. So a monovalent XBB variant, th this monovalent uh, vaccine will be specifically for that. <laughs> so just just FYI on the COVID vaccine. So wait, do I need a shot or do I not need a in shot? The um, in yeah. the fall, one should be fall? coming out to help with. Are the they current. still free? Um. Not if you have insurance. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather get COVID. Never mind. <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be covered because it would have. It would take a governmental move to because well, it's no right. longer emergency. No, right. I mean, flu, flu vaccines are free if you have insurance because insurance pays for it because it's cheaper than you getting the flu and getting and having to go get medical care. Right, but previously the the COVID vaccines were free because the government. Yes. Put money out. This would have to be covered by insurance. Would it yeah. be free for you? Maybe. Um, Maybe. Probably. All right. Yeah. I'll maintain hope. Yep. So it really is going to turn into a, uh, hopefully they'll do a combo flu COVID at some point in the future. So I get one shot a year and be done with it. Nice. Um, we don't really have time to get into this, but I thought I'd mentioned it anyway. Um, Washington Post has an article about astrology. Uh-oh. Uh, apparently it's booming. Wait. With who? The, the trend has been building. Sorry, <laughs> Millennial, I'm not. No, I'm not saying like to be a dick. Oh, oh, really? Is yeah, like they really are into that shit. Like, I mean, like huh, I don't wait. know if they necessarily believe it, but they certainly like to talk about it. Who? Millennials. Oh, millennials. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's <laughs> talked about in this article. Uh, apparently, it's been the, the boost has been accelerated by the pandemic. They say that the surge in popularity, um, because, well, one, it's easy to get information about astrology due to technology, mm. but because of the pandemic and, and, and uh, mental health crisis that it propelled, um, the, yeah. the, the astrology is more prevalent uh, search. Of course, because of this, hucksters and con artists see a cash opportunity. Yes. 
Uh, the global industry of astrology was valued at $12.8 billion in 2021. Wow. Uh, in 2018, it was $2.2 billion. So, yeah, the, the industry has, the, the value of the industry has gone up $10 billion. What ah. What are people buying? I mean. I'm telling you, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry, I had a question and I feel like Ray just intentionally or unintentionally answered it. Last time, again, and we have one here in town too, but every time I drive past a place that has an open sign and the word psychic in the window, yeah. I'm like, how do you guys stay in business? <laughs> Earnestly. I just, I need to know. Are you just barely staying in business? Do you do this part-time and have a real job? I, I, do you, are you doing great business? I mean, clearly not enough to let you're like franchising or setting up another location, but I just, how can that be your job? How can that generate enough income for a human to live? Right. Yeah. Is really what I need to know. But it sounds like that's how. $12 billion later. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know, people looking for answers. Religion, astrology, is there really a difference? No. No. It's also lucrative. <laughs> I mean, are. they both require a certain <laughs> level of faith, so. Yeah. Yeah. We are a gullible species. <laughs> mm hmm. All right, I got to wrap it up, but uh, the very last thing, this is a science thing that I thought was very interesting. Jesus Christ, we're not done yet? Yeah, I know, but <laughs> this is cool. Enceladus, a moon orbiting Jupiter, they just found evidence that uh, the, the moon is, well, that it has phosphorus in one of its oceans. Oh. Why, is, why is this important? Because phosphorus is one of the key ingredients needed for life. Uh, carbon, hydrogen, oxygen, nitrogen, phosphorus, and sulfur are key elements to support life. Enceladus has been found to have all of those ingredients. Hmm. And liquid water, too, Wait. isn't it? And liquid water. <laughs> Under an icy shell, but still. So it's possible that life could exist somewhere else in our solar system. Nice. I mean, it's going to be, you know, microscopic, I would presume. I suppose it could be more advanced forms of life, but yeah, you say? Uh, I don't know what's going on under there. <laughs> yeah, we don't know, but the That's... possibilities. I mean, we we know that it's now possible. So I mean, it's yeah. it's exciting news. It's it's really yeah, nice. it's super exciting news. Belters. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, the interplanet rings. <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. No, that's fine. I, I, I thought it was... I, I didn't even get that far. I was just <laughs> looking at the name, and I would giggle, and I'd be like, ah, Planet of the Incels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys have anything else? I'm going to probably say no, but since it's late. It's late. Sweet. Wrap it up. All right, that's all we got for this week. I uh, want to start wrapping up by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast, especially those of you who could join us tonight, <laughs> even though you changed your name. Big old grumpy wolf. Uh, Grinch, Hester, <laughs> Gixon, Hypatia, and Joshua. We do appreciate the feedback and even the jokes. I'll you hear me laughing in the background. That's usually why. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can support it by joining them and signing up on our Patreon page. If you can't do that, you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us on iTunes. Uh, if you'd like to contact us, you can on our Facebook page or at ProfaneArg on Twitter. Also, please check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. You can find all the podcasts at soon-to-be-named-network.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. 
This is Ian. Thank you. Good night. And may your God go with you. Tired of pretending, pushing out